0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Rundown presented by the Minnesota Daily. I'm your host Nolan O'Hara. We had a bit of a hiccup with last week's episode but that should be on our website now if you want to catch up on Gopher football. Today I'm with one of our reporters Matt Kennedy. Matt how's it going?
1: It's going good Nolan. I'm currently in the heat of midterms as I assume other students on campus at the University of Minnesota are doing which can be stressful yet Gopher football is on the way back which is exciting and there's Ton of sports to watch right now with the NHL draft being on last night, along with the NBA Finals and MLB playoffs. So overall, it's a great time to be a rabid sports follower like myself.
0: For sure, it's been it's been fun, and looks like the Lakers are doing pretty good, and uh, and football's been back, and some fantasy football with our daily sports league here. Yes, but Matt's joining us here today mostly to discuss the upcoming Board of Regents meeting this Thursday and Friday. For those of you who haven't heard, the Athletics Department has proposed cutting three men's sports in indoor and outdoor track and field, gymnastics, tennis, um, citing financial difficulties amid the pandemic and Title IX compliance. After the Athletics Department made this announcement, there was a protest where student-athletes, fans, and supporters marched from Athletes Village to Morrill Hall, where President Joe a- Gable's offices. Um, Matt was on the ground covering the protest for us, and he recently broke some news regarding Title IX compliance that the athletic department cited in making these cuts. Matt, tell me a little bit about the athletic department's decision and these new developments you found out about Title IX compliance.
1: Yeah, so one of the big things that uh, I talked with Regent Michael Hsu about this and um, another one uh, person I talked to, Mike Burns, football being back fluctuates things a lot. Um, This decision made by Mark Coyle was before he knew that Big Ten sports would be coming back, especially football. So it's the biggest revenue booster at the University of Minnesota. It accounts for two-thirds of the athletic department's revenue in 2019 through 20. So you'd think that this decision is pretty premature just knowing that it was made before anyone knew that football would be returning and it may have to delay this decision of discontinuing sports or maybe bring them back since there's a lot more money now coming back for the athletic department to thrive so
0: and your your article that you wrote this this last for this last week it talked about title nine compliance and uh there are some kind of unannounced things that are happening there. Could you explain that situation a little bit?
1: Yeah, so I spoke with Michael Shu. He's on the Board of Regents on September 27th before um, this breaking news broke out that there, besides gymnastics, track and field, and tennis on the men's side being cut, there's also being major cuts on the women's side, including um, cross-country, losing about 14 of its members, so it would go down from 34 rostered members to 20. And indoor track and outdoor track, both losing 18 members, so the roster spots would go down from 68 to 50, and uh, that was pretty unknown, and it was being kept in the dark by Mark Coyle, according to Michael Schu, and um, he wanted to get that out there, and it's in my article if you want to read more about it, but yeah, so um, it was pretty unexpected.
0: Yeah, make sure to check out Matt's article at mndaily.com. But back to the the conversation with Shu. With those cuts, you said he was left in the dark because when the press releases, they only mentioned, you know, that men's tennis, men's gymnastics, men's indoor and outdoor track. Did the Regents expect that women's cuts were going to go along with it or were they left in the dark like the rest of us? Um,
1: I think what Michael said to me, was that this was apparently the plan from the beginning, and he was just, when he talked to me on September 27th, um, before my article came out uh, about this issue, he said he knew about it, and he actually, he wanted to get this out as soon as possible. Um, I feel like the regents knew about it, and nothing was being said, and Coyle also, in his initial press conference about, Um, where he was really somber, um, had a really somber announcement talking about the discontinuation of men's track and field, men's gymnastics, and men's tennis. He never said anything about um, pretty much almost half of the women's cross-country team, um, their roster spots being cut, and a boatload of track and field athletes will probably have to be cut as well if this plan goes through.
0: So it's looking like, as far as Title IX compliance, the U is kind of having to overcorrect itself and re-, re get themselves back into compliance after cutting these three men's sports. Right. And looking at it for the women's side, what does it mean for these sports that are facing cuts? You mentioned the cross-country team. What other sports are facing cuts, and what can it mean for those programs?
1: Yeah, so golf, which originally had nine, will be cut down to eight. Gymnastics, which originally had 20, will be cut down to 18. Um, Rowing, actually I missed that. That's another big sport that's facing cuts. That'll go down um, from 75 to 60. So 15 roster spots will be cut. Um, Softball, there will be two less roster spots. It'll go from 23 to 21. Swimming and diving will go from 38 to 30. It'll lose eight roster spots. Um, So basically, these are all being cut to align with the fact that all these men's sports are being discontinued. There's 58 men's roster spots that just with Coyle's current plan will not be there in um, 2021 through 2022 school year. Um, And those sports, again, are being cut to get $2.7 million um, back for the university to to spend going forward. Um, and many people think cutting these sports and also cutting women's roster spots just for $2.7 million isn't enough. You're not getting enough money back for this. So
0: That definitely led to a reaction from a lot of student athletes, fans, supporters of teams. Um, and yeah, they will only save $2.7 million this fiscal year. Um, so there isn't a lot of money coming back. And I remember talking to Mike Burns, a coach we've checked in pretty frequently with um, at the protest, and he was saying just with that information about the football team being back that they should delay the vote. I know you've spoken to him recently again. Um, he's been very vocal about trying to save not only his program, but gymnastics programs across the country. Right. Um, when you talked to him again, what were some ideas that he had to save the program? Uh, what did he say? And I know he sent you some new information as well.
1: Right, so um, before we get into Mike Burns, I also want to say there also are being on some men's sports. Even there are some more popular men's sports. There are being some roster spots added. So basketball is getting two roster spots added. Football is getting one roster spot added. Same with men's ice hockey, one roster spot added, and also wrestling, two roster spots added. So that's also something that I think it's um, good that people should be aware of. But no. Um, Mike Burns is not a happy camper right now, and for a good reason, um, because last year there were, I would have to say, 15 NCAA men's gymnastics programs offered around the country, and they're slowly being reduced even further due to COVID-19. I know Iowa just cut their program. That's one of them. So 80% of all Olympic gymnasts in the USA come from these programs, and according to him and – Pretty much everybody else around gymnastics, it's a pretty big deal. So he, along with Shu and others, are in favor of trimming roster spots on these men's teams and offering fewer scholarship money um, to athletes. And he had this great quote that you can also find in my article that says, if you have a piece of skin cancer on your face, let's not cut the whole head off. Let's just focus on that piece of skin. So um, he's very, very unhappy right now.
0: Yeah, and understandably so. Um, looking at it, they yeah, they're, they do need to fall into Title IX compliance, but basically Burns is offering the U a number of other solutions right. that uh, will put them in compliance mm-hmm. without cutting entire programs. The only question with that is the fiscal cost, um, and many would argue that the fiscal this money you're saving the 2.7 million dollars this fiscal year it's not worth saving or rather for the 2021 2022 school year when the cuts would take place Mm -hmm. that it's not worth losing three men's programs for um and just overall there have been a number of new developments since the athletics department announced this proposal the first development being that big 10 football returned um it's going to be a huge financial boost for the department. That's the biggest money-making sport that the U offers. Um, and now both the basketball and hockey seasons are expected to proceed as well. The, a Big Ten hockey team just announced uh, their season start date, and that will also help with the financial picture. And now we're seeing that they're expecting to cut, make cuts to women's programs as well. So with the conflicts the department's claim of needing to meet Title IX compliance and then seeing that they're also expecting to cut women's roster spots, that, that kind of throws out their claim of saying this is, this is solely because of Title IX compliance and financial issues. So looking at all these you know new developments, are you expecting any changes with the board? They previously endorsed the proposal. Do you think any of these developments will change their minds?
1: You have to keep in mind that the University of Minnesota offers the fourth-largest Big Ten sports opportunities for its students compared to all the other schools in the Big Ten, um, and but it's on the eighth-largest budget in the conference. So I think that this protest by the teams will be successful, um, though given that the school is needing a budgetary boost, the discontinuation of track and field, gymnastics, and men's team, again, it only allots $2.7 million in savings. So... There needs to be, in my opinion, more time to figure out how to save more money in the long run without the huge downer of cutting sports for, again, such a small gain. Um, because, because Michael Shu and Mike Burns are both um, in agreement that they need more time. They need to see where this goes, and they can maybe go back to the drawing room you know, after the 2020
0: through 2021 academic year. Right, that was that was one thing Burns reiterated to me last time I spoke with him. He was just saying, you know, there's there's time. There's no need to push anything through right now, and we'll see where it goes in the future. And we will have to wait and see, but for not very long because the board is expected to vote on this proposal in its meeting that takes place this Friday and Saturday, or this Thursday and Friday.
1: Yeah, and also I'll just add this in there. Mike Burns also has a really in-depth, twenty-six page proposal on three models that can help not only save the gymnastics program but other programs that got discontinued as well. So
0: for sure I remember reading that the other day he does he, he sent Matt a couple of proposals that he thinks could be helpful in not losing three sports and just trimming roster spots or he's even had some other ideas as well. Um, but we'll definitely be there for the coverage on the Regents vote this Thursday and Friday and uh, make sure so make sure to check our website mndaily.com for for all updates and anything gopher sports Matt, really appreciate you joining me appreciate you coming in
1: no problem my pleasure Nolan
0: In other news the Gopher's rowing team has announced its captains for the 2020. 2021 season. Davery, Lindsay Lindsey Gabby Mullally lead the team this season. Provers wide receiver Demetrius Douglas has opted out of the 2020 Big Ten football season. Douglas graduates this fall and is planning to focus on his life after school. More football players are yet to decide whether they'll play in 2020, and head coach P.J. Fleck wouldn't name names, saying he wants players to make the decision for themselves. Gophers freshman defenseman Brock Faber was selected in the NHL Draft to 45th overall selection by the Los Angeles Kings. And in other hockey news, the Big Ten announced its start date for the 2020-2021 season, beginning as soon as November 13th. There will be a 24-game conference schedule and four additional games against independent Arizona State. That's all for this week. Be sure to check our website, mmdaily.com and tune in again next week. The weekly rundown on all things at and sports.